Got some bad news here. For those of y'all who are fans of Kells, like me, yes, I am on Team R. Kelly. And yes, I can separate the artist from whatever he was accused and now convicted of. That joker was putting out, <clears throat> that joke was putting out some hits. That joker contributed, R. Kelly contributed to quite a few groove sessions in my life with the women's. <laughs> so I am forever a fan of R. Kelly's music. I don't care what none of y'all talking about. I will play R. Kelly's music from now until the day I go meet white Jesus. You understand? But we got to talk about Kells. What's up, man? We got to talk about Kells. Ah, man, they did. They got your boy, man. They got your boy. R. Kelly sentenced to 30 years in sex trafficking case, y'all. 30 years. This joker might actually die in prison, right? RB superstar R. Kelly was sentenced to 30 years in prison Wednesday for using his superstardom to subject to subject young fans, some just children, to system to systematic sexual abuse. Says the singer and songwriter aged 55. So this dude, if he lives long enough. Assuming he does all 30 years, he will be 85 years old by the time he gets out. Because the singer-songwriter, age 55, was convicted of racketeering and sex trafficking last year at a trial that gave voice to accusers who had once wondered if their stories were being ignored because they were BWs, the black women's, right? <clears throat> the black women, it's the black women's fault, y'all. <laughs> now, it's still R. Kelly's fault, but I'm still a fan of his music. I don't care what none of y'all talking about. It says U.S. District Judge Ann Donnelly imposed a sentence after hearing from several survivors who attested to how to, who attested to how Kelly's exploitation reverberated across their lives. It says, "quote You made me do things that broke my spirit. I literally wish I would die because of how low you made me feel." Said one unnamed survivor directly addressing a Kelly who kept his hands folded and his eyes downcast. Do you remember that? Kelly did not address the court. The sentence caps a slow motion fall for Kelly, who was adorned by legions of fans and sold millions of albums even after allegations about his abuse of young girls began circulating publicly in the 90s. Widespread outrage over Kelly's sexual misconduct didn't come until the Me Too reckoning reaching a crescendo after the release of the docu-series Surviving R. Kelly. <clears throat> yeah, 30 years. What up, Kay? What up, Queen? Kelly's lawyers had argued he should get no more than 10 years in prison because he had a traumatic childhood involving severe, prolonged childhood sexual abuse, poverty, and violence. As an adult with literate literacy deficiencies, the star was repeatedly defrauded and financially abused often by the people he had he had paid to protect him, his lawyer stated. Says the hit maker is known for work, including the 1996 hit, I Believe I Can Fly, and the cult classic Trapped in the Closet, which is a multi-part tale of sexual betrayal and intrigue. Allegations that Kelly abused young girls began circulating publicly in the 90s. He was sued in 1997 by a woman <clears throat> who alleged sexual battery and sexual harassment while he was a while she was a minor and he later faced criminal child pornography charges related to a different girl in Chicago a jury there acquitted him in 2008 and he settled the lawsuit all the while Kelly continued to sell millions of albums the Brooklyn federal court jury convicted him after hearing that he had used his entourage of managers and aides to meet girls and keep them obedient an operation that prosecutors said amounted to criminal enterprise Kelly, born Robert Sylvester Kelly, uses fame, money, and popularity to systematically prey upon children and young women for his own sexual gratification, prosecutors wrote in a court filing earlier this month, 
Several accusers testified that Kelly subjected them to perverse and sadistic whims when they were underage. The accusers alleged they were ordered to sign non-disclosure forms and were subjected to threats and punishments, such as violent spankings if they broke what one referred to as Rob's rules. Some said they believed the videotapes he shot of them having sex would be used against them if they exposed what was happening. According to testimony, Kelly gave several accusers herpes. Oh, God. Gave several accusers herpes without disclosing he had an STD. Coerced a teenage boy to join him for sex with a naked girl who emerged from underneath a box. What the hell? Let me read this again. What the hell was going on up in here? <clears throat> what the hell was going on up in here? It says, according to testimony, Kelly gave several accusers herpes without disclosing he had an STD, coerced a teenage boy to join him for sex with a naked girl who emerged from underneath a boxing ring in his garage and shot a shaming video that showed one victim smearing feces on her face as punishment for breaking his rules. Well, your man's Kells is out of control. Your man's Kells is wilding. Since Kells has denied any wrongdoing, he didn't testify at his trial, but his then lawyers portrayed his accusers as girlfriends and groupies who weren't forced to do anything against their will <clears throat> and stayed with him because they enjoyed the perks of his lifestyle. Evidence also was presented about a fraudulent marriage scheme hatched to protect Kelly after he feared he had impregnated R&B phenom Malia in 1994 when she was just 15. Witnesses say witnesses said they were married in matching jogging suits using a license, falsely listing her age as 18. And he was 27 at the time. Aaliyah worked with Kelly, who wrote and produced her 1994 debut album, Age Ain't Nothing But a Number. She died in a plane crash in 2001 at age 22. An earlier defense memo suggested prosecutors' arguments for a higher sentence overreached by falsely claiming Kelly participated in the paying of a bribe to a government official in order to facilitate the illegal marriage. The Associated Press does not name people who say they have been sexually assaulted or abused unless they come forward publicly. The women who spoke at Kelly's sentencing were identified only by first names or pseudonyms. Kelly has been jailed without bail since 2019. He's still facing child pornography and obstruction of justice charges in Chicago, where a trial is scheduled to begin August 15th. So this is the end of R. Kelly, y'all. This is the official end of the great R. Kelly. I say great because I am a huge fan of his music. Well, I was a huge fan of his music all the way up until Chocolate Factory. Everything else after Chocolate Factory, I really wasn't messing with too much. But this is it. <clears throat> Your man's Kells is a done data. He is looking at 30 years. 30 years. The man is 55 years old. He is looking at, if he does all 30, he will be 85. But he still has to go back to Chicago and face another trial for uh, kitty videos and the obstruction of justice charges. And you know damn well they are going to convict him of that. And if they do, you best believe this that's highlighted right here, that is going to put him away for eternity. Because they don't play about this crap right here. For those of y'all don't know, I used to live next door to a child predator for like six years and didn't know it. Obviously, I didn't know it. I didn't discover he was a child predator until the FBI raided his house and arrested him. And then word got out as to what he was doing up in that house. Not only was he looking at kitty images, he was abusing his stepson. And they sentenced my next door neighbor to 600 uh, to life plus 600 years like that was his actual sentence life in prison plus an additional 600 years so that's what they did to my next door neighbor off of this stuff they convict Kells of this Kells is never coming out of prison y'all that dude will be in prison for the rest of his life 
probably in in uh, some some segregated unit where they put child molesters and all that crap. But that's the end of R. Kelly, y'all. Ain't no more albums coming out. All we can do is just reminisce on the on the good old times. Can I get a toot toot? Can I get a beep beep? Running her hands through my fro, bouncing on twenty fours. That's all we got. We ain't got. We ain't getting nothing else, y'all. We ain't getting nothing else. So I know y'all are like Fr Kelly, and that's cool. I'm still a fan of his old work. I can separate the artist from the BS, but I'm, I'm still gonna play my Kells, <laughs> not because I support him, but because I genuinely like the music. TP Two Thousand is one of my favorite albums of all time, R&B albums of all time. And I'm not giving it up. That and Chocolate Factory. I'm not giving it up. I'm sorry. But, Kells, you got to go sit down, bro. You got to go sit down. You was in here wilding out, according to this. Let me read that one paragraph again. Your man, look, look, look at this, y'all. Let me make it bigger so y'all can see it. Kells, you was doing too much. You were supposed to go sit down somewhere. You were just supposed to go chill somewhere, bro. Like O.J. Simpson. O.J. Simpson ain't killed nobody since he beat his uh, his murder his murder trial almost 30 years ago. O.J. been on the golf course chasing white women for the past 30 damn years. And, and the Goldman family still ain't got their damn money up out of him. I think the actual Goldman family is trying to sue O.J. right now, if I'm not mistaken. But he was supposed to go sit down. Where'd that doggone paragraph go? I just I lost it. Hold on. All right here. Read, look at this, y'all. Let me read this again. It says, according to testimony, R. Kelly gave several accusers herpes without disclosing he had an STD. Coerced a teenage boy to join him for sex with the naked girl who emerged from underneath a boxing ring in his garage. What kind of what kind of freaky deaky porno stuff is going on with this dude? And then, he's, then they say he shot a shaming video that showed one victim smearing feces on her face as punishment for breaking his rules. This dude got chicks popping up out of boxing rings so he can run trains. Look, you was doing too much, Kells. You had, you had all the money, all the fame, all the talent. Bro, you... you you just couldn't leave them underage girls alone, man. You just couldn't leave them alone. And look, I believe you mess with them underage girls. I believe it. Matter of fact, is my man Royce up in here? Where's Royce? I don't know if Royce is in here. Y'all know Royce is an admin for my channel. Royce is from Chicago. And I remember me and Royce, we were in basic training together. And I remember Royce told me back in 2002 that he knew or he had he, he had he had knew of some people or maybe he knew direct. I don't know, but he, he knew of R Kelly was known for hanging out at the McDonald's or across the street from the high school, trying to holler at them girls. This dude had all the money, all the fame, had a voice that women would, uh, had a voice that women would leave their man over. I mean, he was just, he was the epitome of, the the sex symbol like let's just call it what it was he was the epitome of a sex symbol but you want to mess with these girls these young girls and look i'm not and listen my stance is this i fought them young girls just as much as i fought him and i know some of y'all like oh my goodness you're victim blaming you goddamn right i'm victim blaming because i know i've known of plenty of young girls that made it their mission to be with older dudes would do any and everything they could to get the attention of an older dude, everything from producing fake IDs to dressing themselves up to look older than what they really were. I, I hate when people try to make it seem like these young girls are so innocent. Like they don't know what they're doing. Like we can trust a 15 year old or a 16 year old to drive a damn car up and down the street and hope and pray they don't kill somebody or themselves. But all of a sudden, when it comes to them trying to get into relationships with older men, 
all of a sudden people want to act like these these girls ain't got no damn common sense they, they they're too immature to figure that out no they're not no the hell they're not these girls when they turn 15 16 they be out there on the hunt for older dudes i seen it when i was in high school i had girls when i was in high school we the same damn age 16 years old and she out here telling me i ain't no real man i ain't old enough for her i'm like shit, what's old enough Next, you know some nigga that's 21 years old coming around the corner in a damn box chevy sitting on them things picking her up so i hate when people act like these girls are just so so innocent and then let's not forget about the parents the parents that was selling them girls off to r kelly because they thought r kelly was gonna turn their daughters into the next Aaliyah. Like how you say how, how you give your child away to and we're talking about they were doing this after he was um tried and acquitted of the of, of the first case back in 2008. They were still taking their daughters to see this dude. Now, if you got a grown man, I don't care famous or whatever, he don't went to trial over some child pornography stuff. Ain't no way in the hell my kid is getting next to this person at all. So as long as I got control over the situation, I don't care if he was found innocent, guilty. Once you get once you get accused of something like that, there's always a cloud over your head, ladies and gentlemen, as to whether or not you did it or not. There's always this cloud, and I'm not I'm not putting my child next to a person like that. Period. But you had these people out here voluntarily bringing their daughters to go see this dude. So they should be locking them parents up too. You know what I'm saying? Them girls, they I don't know what the I don't know what you can legally do to them girls, but they put a lot of them girls. Matter of fact, what about the one girl who she I think did she write a book? I can't remember one girl. She said she would go to the R. Kelly concert, purposely sit and like to get tickets to the front row, purposely dressed herself up to look older than what she was. With the with the uh, intent of catching eye, uh, R. Kelly's eye contact, and then she caught it. Like she did everything in her power to put herself in the presence of R. Kelly, knowing she was underage. Now, obviously, you can't do nothing to the girl because she's a minor. But the point is, these girls are not innocent, like everybody wants you to believe. No, these girls know what the hell they're doing. These young boys know what they're doing. When I was when I was um 16 years old, I was messing with a 22-year-old girl. I knew exactly what the hell I was doing. And the woman I was messing with, she knew what she was doing too. And we did our do. But I never went and told anybody outside of my friends. <laughs> it wasn't no school teacher either. But we we know what we're doing. Teenagers know what they're doing. So I don't want to hear this. They're immature. No, no, they're not. No, the hell they're not. They are mature enough to make them decisions. They know what's going on. Like I said earlier, my, my teenage son, my oldest son, he's about to be 16 years old uh, in August. About to go get his damn driver's license. My 16-year-old son, is, according to the state of Florida, he's old enough and mature enough to drive my damn Jeep up and down the street, hoping and praying he don't get into an accident and or kill somebody or himself. But you're going to sit here and tell me he ain't old enough to make a decision as to what he wants to do sexually with somebody, whether that person is grown or not. I don't want to hear that crap. But that doesn't excuse R. Kelly for doing that because obviously R. Kelly was a grown man and he should have known you don't mess with minors. So obviously he was wrong in that manner. And doing all the crazy stuff he was doing so that doesn't excuse him for this crap at all the point is everybody is guilty in this it's just r kelly got caught he got caught up in the whole me too thing if you want my honest opinion that's all this is this is just this is just payback because these girls knew what they was doing the parents knew what they was doing he knew what he was doing but he the one that's going to prison for 30 years off of this one case and now he got to go back to chicago 
and they're going to try him for the other case, the child pornography. Now, if that turns out he's guilty of that, this nigga needs to get locked all the way to hell up. That's all him. So that's what's happening with your mans. Kells, as of today, as of today, he's facing 30 years in prison. He's 55 years old. He will be 85, assuming he lives long enough. But then again, when they send him to Chicago to go face charges for this right here on August 15th, over this child porn stuff, he is never getting out of prison. If he's found guilty, it is. R. Kelly is going to be the, the prison talent show champion for the next for the remainder of his life. Ain't nobody in prison going to be winning talent shows at singing. He's going to win every damn talent show for the rest of his life up in that prison. That's what's going to happen. And this all could have been avoided, Kells. All you had to do was just stop messing with these underage girls, man. That's all you had to do. There were plenty of grown women, legally grown women, that would have loved to have been a part of your cult and do all the freaky-deaky things you wanted them to do. There were plenty of grown women who would have left their husbands for you. There are plenty of grown women who would have, who would have stopped licking licking kitty cats and became heterosexual women for you like this dude had all the options in the world for any type of woman he wanted that was grown white black hispanic asian arab every flavor he was that dude that women would have thrown themselves at and were throwing themselves and are still still are throwing themselves at wasn't there a woman who was uh, just arrested for trying to break into the courthouse or something like that? Woman arrested for trying to break into courthouse R. Kelly. Right here. This just happened a day ago. A fan is a, a fan is accused of planning to storm the prosecutor's office. Now, this is a dude that was a fan. Oh, Jesus. My bad. So this is a dude. Let's read this. I thought this was a woman. Let's read this. 39-year-old Illinois man was charged days ahead of Kelly's scheduled sentencing hearing. I thought, I thought this was a woman. Now, this was a dude. So <laughs> Kells was so, so damn popular. He got dudes risking getting arrested over him. That's crazy. I ain't even, I thought this was a chick that did this. Since days after a jury found R. Kelly guilty on federal sex trafficking and racketeering charges in September, a man who expressed his support for R. Kelly during the trial posted a video threatening three prosecutors in charge of the case. It says in a live stream YouTube video, Christopher Gunn, age 39, held up a photo of the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Eastern District of New York, urging viewers to get real familiar with this building. Federal authorities say, adding that if Kells goes down, everybody's going down. Oh, wow. I thought this was a chick that did this. It says on Monday, federal authorities charged Gunn of Bolingbrook, Illinois, with making threats against the female prosecutors, according to a criminal complaint. As of early Tuesday, Gunn remained in federal custody. It was not clear whether he has retained an attorney. I thought that was a girl that did that. Says Kells faces up the uh, life in prison. Uh, let's see. We already read all that. In the October 4th video titled Get Real Familiar. Let's see if we can find that video. Let's see. <laughs> let's see if we can find that video. Get Real Familiar. Let's see. Get Real Familiar R. Kelly. Let's see. What's that guy's name again? Oh, he's also known as Deboski Gun. Let's see. Let's see if we can find his channel. Hold on. Here's his channel. 
It's a black dude too, y'all. Well, you know, they probably took the video down. Let's see. In October 4th, video titled Get Real Familiar, gun also known as the Boski gun, and Dabowski on YouTube, pressed other supporters to gather at the U.S. Attorney's Office. All right, so we got to go back to October 4th. How many months ago was that? I wonder if that video is still up. This dude got a whole channel dedicated to R. Kelly, y'all. Look, every video is damn near about R. Kelly on here. Wow. Y'all take, let me get my earphone. Let's, let's listen to some of this. I didn't even, I, y'all might hear a little, a little static in your ear. Hold on, I'm about to put my headphones in. Hold on. All right. This dude got a whole channel dedicated to R. Kelly, y'all. Let's see what let's let's find something what he's talking about. Well, let's see if we can find that one video. They said it was back in October. Let me see. Uh, that video is probably not up anymore. Let's see. Right, I don't see it. It's not, I don't think the video is up anymore. Let's let's find let's find a clip. See what this guy sounds like. Hold on. This guy got a whole channel dedicated to R. Kelly. Man, listen. I look forward to the day y'all create a channel about me, <laughs> and it's all positive stuff. But man, that's crazy. This got to be worse. This got to be worse than Kevin Samuels fanatics. This dude got a whole channel dedicated to Kells for the most part. Every video is almost about R. Kelly on here. I'm trying to find a short video so we can at least kind of hear what he's saying. I mean, this dude is doing two, three, four hour long videos on R. Kelly. Let's find this a short video. Let's see. All right, this one's two minutes. Let's see what this is saying. We got a bunch of bikes out there. I feel like listening to a bunch of motorcycles. Let's see if we can find. I want to hear. I want to hear what he sound like. I wonder if he sound like a weirdo. Let's see. You got motorcycles in that one. I don't know if he's talking in that one. Let's see. Who creates a whole channel talking about Kells, y'all? This is crazy. And now this nigga is in jail. Come on, y'all. Let's see. Here we go. Let's see. That make me a rat? Is that what rat says? A woman come to you and tell you she been violated? That make you a rat if you encourage her to go to the authorities? What they do that at? What they do that at? It is right. All the time. Crazy. Okay. Well, I thought he was going to have one of those weird, high, squeaky voices and crap like that. But anyway, that's your man. Your man's got a whole channel of R. Kelly videos, y'all. And I guess the video that, that had him pop up on the radar is no longer around. It says, I'm going to show you exactly where we're going to where we're going to be going, Gunn said. Says two minutes into the video, court records state gun emerge or encourage viewers to attack the three federal prosecutors involved in Kelly's case identified in the criminal complaint. It says we're going to storm. We're going to storm Jane one, uh, Jane Doe one, two, and three. We're going to storm the office. Moments later, 
court record state gun shared a clip of the boys in the hood 1991 drama in which one of the men begins to load a firearm as the sound of gunshots is heard in the background according to federal authorities gun also made other videos encouraging r kelly supporters to gather during the singer's upcoming sentencing additionally between february 26 2021 and june 1st 2022 Gunn engaged in about eight cash app transactions for ammunition, prosecutors said. In one instance, the complaint states a cash app user paid Gunn $20 for 30 rounds on the haters. Another on another court record state, a cash app user paid Gunn $20, $20 for 30 rounds to free R. Kelly. Court records do not state when Gunn is uh, due back in court. Yeah, y'all out there making threats on YouTube, thinking it's all fun and games. Y'all can be arrested for that crap. Just want to let y'all know. Y'all can be arrested for that crap. There was a black woman that was arrested in Atlanta where she was on the camera a couple years ago. She was on camera holding guns up, talking about she, she finna shoot some people. And then she know the cops don't bust in and took her ass to jail. Y'all can be arrested. And then I just saw about a week ago, some tennis player was at the White House talking to Kamala Harris. And Kamala Harris was giving some speech about cracking down on cyberbullying. Let's, let's see. Cyberbullying Kamala Harris. Like they got some little thing they putting together right here. A national task force on preventing online harassment and abuse. So y'all out here wilding out in these YouTube streets, making threats to people. You want to dox people. You want to post people's kids and you want to do all this crazy stuff. Oh, they, oh, the federal government finna get on your ass. They finna get on your ass about this. And so, Y'all thought it was all fun and games. They fenced to get on your ass about this stuff. And you got, and, and here's who you have to thank for it. L. Gibbets, L. Gibbets and women. They the ones who are spearheading this, this online harassment crap. I mean, there's one thing for y'all to talk about the B-dubs and the L. Gibbets people, but some of the crap I be seeing y'all posting on these videos, talking about, you know, where people live you're going to pull up, you're going to do this, you're going to do that. And it's some of y'all niggas in the manosphere that do this. I ain't going to name no names. Y'all know who they are, but there's one particular dude who does this damn near every video. Every video, he's going in talking about certain content creators. Like He's like he built his whole channel off this crap. But the federal government finna step in, and I don't know what type, I don't know what they're going to do. But Apparently, it's, it's gotten to the point where the federal government is like, we got to do something about it. So y'all might want to cut it out, but I highly doubt y'all will. But anyway, so that's the latest. What up, Wacky? That's the latest with your mans, though, Kells. Says you can also be accused of terrorism by making threats online. I ain't even know that. I'm not saying any names, DA. I'm not saying any names. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying, I'm not saying any names. I don't know who these people are, even though you listed their names on the screen, but I'm not saying the names. I'm just saying. But your man's R. Kelly, he getting up out of here, y'all. Says, people need to thank a teenage Caucasian female that committed suicide in 2008 as a result of being bullied online. I ain't, I ain't even know about all that. But your man's Kells is getting up out of here, y'all. He is getting up out of here. But your man G Dizzle will continue to play TP2000 in Chocolate Factory. That's not going to stop. I will, I will go back and listen to some old Kells whenever I feel like it with the windows rolled down if I feel like driving around bumping some Kells or if I want to put on some slow jams when I'm trying to get my chill on with my, with my, with my lady. You know what I'm saying? I ain't throwing away my old R. Kelly. I'm sorry. It's, it's not happening. And people can call me. You can say, oh, you support this. I don't give a shit what you say. I'm going to listen to what I want to listen to. 
That doesn't mean that I support anything he was doing, messing with them underage girls. I just think he was a dope-ass musician back in the day. Like I say, after Chocolate Factory, I kind of pumped the brakes on R. Kelly. I couldn't really get into this old, all that, all that other crap. But everything from Chocolate Factory before, from Chocolate Factory and, and prior, Kells is in there with me, baby. He's, he's in the Hall of Fame with me. <laughs> but, but, you know, I ain't going to go visit him. I ain't writing this nigga no letters. I'm just going to keep going on about my damn life. Because he, he got to go sit down. He was doing too much. He was doing too much. He was supposed to be chilling like OJ. He was supposed to be out there chilling like OJ. OJ out there on the golf course, swinging golf clubs, chasing white women down. Ain't going to jail no time soon. He don't beat, he beat two murders. <laughs> Kel's supposed to go sit down somewhere, get into the lab and make nonstop hits. That's what he was supposed to do. Shout out to Gino, says Kel's about to be trapped in the closet. Oh, he going to be trapped in the closet for real. He listen, Kells get convicted because he's been convicted of sex trafficking. That's just one case. He got another case coming up where he got to go to trial. Starting August 15th, he got to go back to Chicago and face charges for child pornography and obstruction of justice. He gets convicted of this child pornography stuff. Kells gonna be he's gonna be trapped in uh the segregated unit of prison. Wherever you know, I think I ain't never been to jail before, I ain't never been to prison. So I don't know what that jailbird life is like. And your boy G Dizzle ain't trying to go to prison, y'all. You come around me committing crimes, I'm snitching on your ass. You can call me a snitch all day long, but you're going to be the one in jail and I'm going to be the one chilling at home, looking at my damn flat screen and my damn flip-flops and socks. I will snitch on you niggas. Family members, friends, random people, I'm snitching. <laughs> so I don't know nothing about that jail life because I ain't trying to go but I've heard they segregate child child molesters and predators I heard they put them in a special unit because you can't have them around the general population for obvious reasons that's what I heard so he get convicted of that Kells is never coming home ever the next time y'all hear a song from R. Kelly, it's going to sound like one of them. Y'all remember when C-Murder? Y'all know C-Murder, uh, Masterpiece Brother. He's still in prison, right? I remember it was like five, maybe 10 years ago or something like that. He came out with a mixtape from prison. But he rapping through the prison phone. Sounded, it was complete trash. The audio was trash, everything. That's the next time you hear a song from R. Kelly. It's, it's going to sound like he's singing through the phone on a collect call. That's the next time you're going to get some new music from R. Kelly. But the crazy thing is, what if it's actually fire? <laughs> what if it's actually fire? You're like, God damn, this nigga, Kells is, he, he that nigga. But that, that's what's going to happen, y'all. Kells is never coming home. But he did it to himself. He put himself in this predicament, man. He ain't got nobody to blame but himself. Yes, we can blame the girls. I, I blame them girls, too. Them girls knew what they was doing. They knew who he was. They knew his history. Their parents knew who Kells was. Their parents knew his history. Hell, their parents are probably my age. They We've been knowing about Kells since, since back in the day. Their parents knew, and they still, sent, they still allowed their teenage children to get in the presence of this dude, knowing what he was known for. And them girls voluntarily did whatever they had to do to put themselves in his position, knowing what he was known for. Everybody's guilty. But Kells, he was the one who, you know, who was convicted of, of a crime. And now he got to go sit down. He put himself in, all this could have been prevented. But he just couldn't leave them young girls alone. You got all these grown women out here 18 and over, because that's the legal age, you know, the the, uh, the for real, for real legal age, 18, all these grown women, you got to go mess with some damn underage girls, man.
this joker had women throwing themselves at him. Women, women would leave their husbands for this dude. They, women would abandon their family to be with this nigga. That's how powerful he was. This nigga's voice was like a gift from. Have you heard this Negro sing live? He sounds like the damn studio album. Like his voice is legit. He ain't no studio singer. This nigga can really sing. Kells ain't never have to come out with another album for the rest of his life. He could have just he could have just tore off his old stuff and sold out concerts every freaking year. Off his old stuff. But he couldn't leave them young girls alone, man. Now he got to go sit down. And he probably going to be in there for the rest of his life. They ain't finna, they ain't finna uh, let him go out like, like, like Bill Cosby. Nah, Kells. You, you had it all, bro. Money, fame, women. This nigga had it all. He had the life we dream about. And now he finna be living a life none of us ever want to dream about. Can you imagine that? You've been famous for like 30-something damn years. Mansions, women, cars, known all over the world, famous. And now you finna spend the rest of your life inside of a damn cell. That's enough to make you want to delete yourself, which is what, ain't that what Young Thug, or what's, yeah, Young Thug, ain't that what he talking about? Young Thug, you know, he arrested, he's still in jail, they ain't giving him no bond or bail. I think he was talking about deleting himself, because he looking at, he looking at a very long time in prison too. He was supposed to go sit down somewhere. So the moment he got away with that 14-year-old sex tape incident, Kel should have kept a low profile, locked himself in the studio, and just focused on making music. Yeah, man, that's what he was supposed to do. Bro, just go sit down. Just get in the studio and just make music, bro. If you want to have the, 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 the attention of a female, we, we need to hire some trusted people to go find you some legally, some, some grown women whose age can be proven. And then set up cameras all over the goddamn place <laughs> so you can protect yourself to prevent yourself from getting accused of doing some crazy crap because you're R. Kelly. You're not, you're not regular niggas in the manosphere. We're talking about, man, we need to set up cameras. Nah, R. Kelly need to set up cameras. I mean, well, he probably did, which is why he finna be on trial for child pornography. So maybe maybe the camera thing isn't wasn't a good idea. So he did have cameras. He just used them for nefarious reasons. At least that's what he's accused of. But he was supposed to go sit down and just make music, man. Just stay in the studio, make your music, bro. That's all you had to do. That's it. That's all you had to do. Make more hits like, um, what was that damn song Marcus Houston did? Y'all know, know when Ramil be like, I pulled up on dubs. You know, Ramil got that from Marcus Houston. He had a song called We Be In The Club with Joe Budden. R. Kelly wrote that song. Hell, it sound like it sound like R. Kelly wrote it. If you listen to the damn song, I pull up on dubs. <laughs> that was an R. Kelly hit. That thing still slaps to this day. You're supposed to go sit down, Kels. Now you got to go sit down for real. Couldn't leave them girls alone, man. Mm, mm, mm. <sighs> but it's all his fault. Nobody, nobody's uh not blaming him. Because I ain't gonna be one of them niggas talking about no, nah, nah, this nigga did. Nah, this nigga, this nigga put himself in this position. He did it to himself. All he had to do was just mess with grown women. Grown women that wanted to do all that freaky deaky stuff. And they was all over the place. But he had to go for the he had to go for the young girls. Even though the young girls purposely put themselves in his line of sight. And yes, it's definitely a waste of talent. 
because that nigga probably had he probably had a, at least five six more albums left up in him of pure fire he had at least a good five or six more albums left up in him matter of fact his idol ronald isley from the isley brothers he like pushing 80 something years old he's still making music Arkells could have been like Ronald Isley going into his 80s making hits. Whether he was making hits for himself or he was making hits for other people behind the scenes. You know what I mean? So you damn right, this is this is definitely a waste of talent right here. He had A plus top-notch cream of the crop talent. But he just couldn't leave them young girls alone, man. Just couldn't leave them alone. And he wrote a lot of songs. People will be surprised. He wrote for, oh, he wrote Fortunate for Maxwell. I didn't even know that. Okel's got a got a catalog out of this world of writing songs for people. He got a catalog out of this world. Now, what I want to know is what's going to happen with all the money. Like, who owns the rights to all his crap? The record company own it? Are his kids going to get access to the money? His ex-wife, is she going to get access to it? Like, like what's going to happen? His brother, is his brother going to get access to it? Because this catalog could probably could be easily worth damn near a billion plus dollars. The amount of hits that dude got, his catalog could easily be worth at least a billion dollars. He wrote Trey songs. I remember when people were, I remember, didn't him and Trey songs have like a little minor beef when people thought Trey songs was the new R. Kelly one, at one point? I remember that some years ago. People was like, Trey songs, the new R. Kelly. And at one point, it was looking that way. I was like, damn, Trey songs over here dropping hit after hit. He might be the new R. Kelly. <laughs> Trey songs, he don't turn out to be somewhat of a weirdo, too. He would have been abusing any woman. Yeah, possibly. I don't know if he was a predator per se. I would say, because when I think of the word predator, I think of a person that's going above and beyond to do something to a young person or, or a person in general. I don't, I don't really see that with Kells. He had a bunch of women voluntarily coming to him. He didn't have to go out there. They came to him. Their parents wrapped their kids up and hand delivered their kids to Kells. He didn't have to go do anything. So I don't I don't think he was a predator in the traditional sense. Where he was doing whatever he had to do to entice these people and convince them to become his his uh, a victim of his uh of whatever he was trying to do. These women came to him. I mean, y'all saw part of the documentary with the one girl when she was living in Trump Towers with him and she ain't want to leave. Even her mama was looking for her and she was like, I'm staying with R. Kelly. I love him. He ain't do nothing wrong. Then all of a sudden the money started acting funny. Then all of a sudden she was like, mama, come save me. Kel's in here wilding out. But before that, mama was trying to get her baby and the baby was like, I ain't shit. I'm staying with Kel's. What the fuck you talking about, mom? These women came, they, they wanted to be with so I don't I don't think he was a predator in the traditional sense. These girls wanted to be with him. These parents wanted their kids to be next to him. Now, I don't think Trey Songs will be the new R. Kelly. He had his chance about 10 years ago. I don't think he's... I think Trey Songs, he, he he can't stop getting into fights and he getting accused of doing crap to girls every other day. I don't think it's going to happen with Trey. He had his chance and I think he blew it. So, and that's been my point the entire time. Everything was voluntarily. 
It only went bad because he stopped letting them take advantage of him financially. Yeah? Oh, yeah, of course the money had something to do with it. The money had a lot to do with it. Because if Kells still had access to his money, them girls would be still chilling. They, they, they'd be like Team R. Kelly. His net worth was one a negative one point three million. His legal fees was eating the last of whatever he had financially. Yeah, I believe that. They drained his bank account with these legal fees. I believe that. Let's just say he beat these convictions, right? And he was set free tomorrow. He'd make all that money back. That's R. Kelly. <laughs> He'd make all that money back. He'd be like, "I, right, I'm hosting a concert. That should be sold out in minutes." He would make all that money back. Functionally illiterate, so he probably sold his royalties along the way, thinking he could always be in a position to write more music and make money. Yeah, I believe that too. Because he was illiterate. He couldn't really read. He was like the the musical version of George, uh, not George, how about to say George Floyd, uh, Floyd Mayweather. He was the musical version of Floyd Mayweather. Except Floyd Mayweather isn't in jail. I believe it. He was probably just making hits all day long. There was somebody was probably paying him an allowance, just cutting him money. I mean, they do a lot of these, these musicians like that. They don't want you reading the paperwork. They just give you an allowance. And you're the musician, you're the star, you got girls, you at the parties, you got the drink, the smoke, the fame. You ain't, you ain't sitting around reading your damn, most of them ain't sitting around reading that damn paperwork. That's why they always come out later on. Like, what's old girl's name that um that just got uh, Anita Baker? She just got the ownership of her masters. Anita Baker been singing since the 80s. She literally about a couple weeks ago just won the rights to her masters, like a couple weeks ago. What's she been doing the entire time? But that's how they get them, man. They're, yep, TLC the same way. They get you when you're young. They throw some money. Like, they'll, they'll give you, like, let's just say you TLC or R. Kelly. All right, let's go with R. Kelly. You R. Kelly, you don't roll. You don't roll mad hits. Concerts are selling out. You writing stuff for everybody. And then your handler comes around. He, he gives you, like, $50,000 a week. You out there just blowing money, making it rain, buying whatever you want. Mostly, most of y'all probably ain't gonna think about, well, damn, if they got enough to give me fifty thousand dollars a week, how much did I really sell? Like, what, like, what's on the back end? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most, most young Negroes ain't thinking like that. They just, they just like, I got the money, the jewels, cars, clothes, hoes, women, all that stuff. They ain't thinking about that crap. Same with Tupac. Tupac is another great example. That nigga died broke too. Tupac, they say Tupac died with like, like $5,000 to his name, if that. But at the time he died, he was the, the most popular rapper in America when he died. September 1996, I remember, because I was in high school. I remember exactly when it happened. He died broke. That's what they do you. So I believe it with Kells, man. Financially illiterate or just illiterate in general. But he can function. He, he knew how to write music. But his downfall was them girls, man. He couldn't just leave them girls alone, especially them young ones. He just couldn't leave them alone. So he, he was uh he had a real he had a real issue going on. He couldn't leave him alone. And it was his downfall. And now he, he uh, looking at 30 years in prison for this one case. And then he got a child pornography case coming up in about two months. He got to go deal with, which he's probably going to lose that. So this nigga's finna, this nigga, this nigga is literally going to die in prison. That That's it. He is he's literally going to jail for the rest of his life. He said, what? He says, Pac did not die broke. Remember, he had a lot 
of under the table cash because of the lawsuit. When he died, his mother wrote one of my cousins a check for two hundred thousand. Huh? You say Tupac's mom wrote your cousin a check for two hundred thousand dollars? Pac died broke, man. <laughs> he was broke when he got out of jail. Look, Pac got out of jail. He went to Rikers Island for like nine months. Suge Knight came and got him out of prison. He signed to death row. He was on death row for like nine months of his life. Because everybody, th everybody thinks Pac was on death row the entire time. He was only on death row for like nine months before he got killed. All that money in them videos was coming from Suge Knight. Suge Knight was giving him all that money because he was the hottest rapper at the time. He didn't own none of that crap. He was broke. All that money that Suge gave him, all the jewels and all that crap, Pac, was, Pac had to pay that crap back through record sales. That's how this works when they give rappers all these jewelry to give them all that advance money. They got to pay all that crap back through record sales, man. Your cousin is the rated R from the group Thug Life. This your cousin right here? Hmm. All right, well, I mean, I don't I don't have a reason to doubt you. I'm just saying. I'm just saying Pac died broke. Now, that $200,000 you're talking about, they may have came after the sales of his last album or previous albums, because after he died, his, you know, just like every other rapper, you, you become a you become a superstar in hip hop your album sales go through the roof. So he may, so your cousin may have gotten some money after the, uh, the sales after his death. But when he was alive, that, that nigga was, that nigga was broke. Yeah. Snoop Dogg. Snoop was even broke. Snoop has admitted he was broke when he Snoop Dogg, when he was on death row, doggy style album was like that. That's an instant hip hop classic certified classic. Snoop was the biggest thing in the world at that time. Even he was broke until he left and went to go join No Limit. And Snoop admitted this. So if Snoop was broke, you know Pac was broke. All them niggas was broke, fucking on, uh, messing around with Death Row. The only one that was getting money was, was Suge Knight. Pac was broke, man. <laughs> yeah, we know people don't report all their income. But listen, I'm trying to tell you, the money he was getting was coming from Suge, man. Suge was giving him all that money because he had just got him out of jail, and Pac and, and, and he had and Pac had to go work. He had to go to work, make this nigga some money. Because I mean, Pac, he didn't even have he didn't even have enough money for his own lawyers when he got arrested. When he got arrested and sentenced to uh, jail in Rikers Island, he didn't even have enough money to get his own lawyers. That's why Suge Knight came through. So, so I'm, I'm trying to tell you, how was, how was this nigga not broke? He didn't even have enough money for his own lawyers when he got arrested and was in, was in Rikers Island all that damn time. Those lawyers were paid for by Suge Knight. But anyways, that's that. I got to go. I got to go pick up my son, y'all. R. Kelly, uh, 30 years, y'all, sentenced to 30 years in a sex trafficking case. And then on August 15th, he goes to Chicago where he has to stand trial for a child pornography case, y'all. 
And if he gets found guilty of this child pornography case, he ain't never getting out of prison. This one, he ain't getting out of prison because of this, but he could possibly get some years shaved off. But that child pornography thing, he ain't never getting out of prison. That's it. R. Kelly is done. But I'm still going to go bump my uh, my TP2000 and my, my chocolate factory. Was Pac effeminate? I don't think so. All right. I'm about to go. Uh, shout out to my man, uh, whoever put some money here. I think it was Gino. I don't know. I can't remember. Oh, yeah, it was. Shout out to Gino. All right, man. I'm about to go. Y'all be safe. Peace.